Hi, welcome back to the Chin Chin Podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Emily. And I'm Sheetal. So ladies, how has your week been? Um, I can't think of anything I've done this week. <laughs> oh no, okay, my news for this week, I came back to university. There you go. Um, obviously you can't see me, but I'm currently sat in my university room, which is really weird filming this at university. But I'm back, and it's very weird being back, but it's very nice as well. Um, yeah. Okay, she and I saw each other. We went for a socially distance walk. We did not touch. Um, we did not contract anything. Don't worry. Um, yeah, we we're not leaving Megan out. She just happened to move to another country. Um, so yeah, we went for a walk. Caught well, up now I'm technically back in the country. I'm back in the correct country. I'm just still too far away because of lockdown. Yeah, you're very far away, which was nice. Um, what else have I done? No, that would in fact be nothing. Wow. Sheeta, how's your week been? My week's been okay. So we've my my parents' twenty fifth wedding anniversary is on Friday. So my mum was trying on outfits for their Zoom and we um we got to look through all of her really old saris that I'm going to inherit and that I'm going to start wearing is like to functions and stuff which is really exciting because they're very pretty and it makes me really happy and then of course Eisenberg already mentioned that we went on a socially distant walk which was lovely and I had a lecture it was really interesting and I do like the thing we were doing but we also had the point of my lecturer in the second lecture that we had just gave us questions in a sheet and said, work it out for yourself, guys. And the four of us in our breakout room were like, um, um, just having a mental breakdown one after the each other. So yeah, not, I think lockdown blues have hit. I just thought of something else. I have an exam at the end of this week. So I have been oh my transported back to A-level and I've literally been sat here revising the whole time. Which is yeah, I'm thinking of other things. I don't know why I'm saying I haven't done anything because that's literally a lie. Um, I'm doing a panel as a co-founder of Shame on You Warwick tomorrow, which will be in the past by the time this episode is out. Um, okay. So I would advertise it, but it's in the past. So if you're a Warwick student, I hope you were there. Um, if not, you... I'm going to have to do some speedy editing tonight and get this out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got some positive feedback onto our podcast as well. So a friend listens to it and really loves how we're doing informative sections in our episode, which is very nice to hear. And I know that we've got a few more listeners, so shout out to you we guys. We do. We really appreciate it. And I know that Megan is being a tech god and setting up even more exciting things for us to come. So get ready for like maybe some blog posts by us and just us expanding into a never-ending train wreck but a good one i have something else to say this is actually exciting now you two both know this i literally mentioned it last night on facetime that i found a new company called i think it's pronounced groom i don't know if that's actually how you say it and they're like um like sustainable 
uh, like shampoo bars, conditioner bars, that kind of thing. And I tried it. Today I tried the shampoo bar for the first time and it's really nice. So like I would, I, I mean, I haven't used it regularly, so I can't say if it's like really good, but first wash, it was really good. So recommend it. Yeah. Um, I spent stupid money this week, but it was on something that I would thoroughly recommend. So I had a voucher for Cult Beauty not a voucher like a discount code like a 15% off and I bought a jade roller and I bought this after seeing about 25 people on TikTok say they're stupid and gimmicky and they don't actually do anything and I went you know what I feel like making my face cold every morning would just make my quality of life better when you hear how much this cost me I spent 26 pounds on a I'm a student I'm living out of my maintenance grant and I spent £26 on a round piece of jade that I put on my face in the mornings. For people who don't want to spend £26 on a jade roller, you can, one, put literally just put spoons in the freezer and that can be used as a cold thing. And you can use your fingers. Like, apparently, if you go like that, which you obviously can't... You can do... It's not money that you need to spend. Don't think it's going to change your appearance in any way. It just makes me feel a little bit like fancy like a little bit expensive in the mornings when I like I put my um ordinary serum on skincare routine and then I get my jade roller and I like roll it in and I'm like yes this was a good start to the day although at the moment I'm at home so that's at about 2 p.m also discussed as as it is nearly the end of February which is mad to me and that we finished the first year of uni in about two months which is crazy but maybe if you and your friends want to do like a small shop like a small business gift swap between each other just to do as like a little pick me up that really smoothly links to our things um learn something new with us which is where we're going to switch it up a little bit, we're going to evolve a little bit, and we're going to do a new adult advice panel. So our ages range between 19 and 18, and we thought, as new adults into the world, we're going to give our very unsolicited advice for about 20 minutes, but we hope you enjoy. So, tip also, one, who wants to go? Yeah, also, sorry, disclaimer, um, no one asked for this advice from us. We... <laughs> And also, disclaimer, disclaimer, we're literally not even adults. We're first year uni students. And um, originally we wanted to do, when I say we, I mean I, wanted to do like uni advice, but then we realised we've actually, we're recording after the UCAS deadline. Some people can still And not all our listeners are uni students. We didn't. Yeah, like the official deadline's gone. So we just thought. But you know what? I feel like as people we are maybe more together than most when it comes to living at uni maybe not me after seeing the expressions of the other two but i i have it down i eat vegetables um so i feel like (laughs) if you are a student and you're one of those people that lives off like an aldi pot noodle and a cigarette a day um then we can provide you with some we're not pushing, we're no not, judgment, but a little judgment. Then, do that. We, we will um, provide you with some advice, unsolicited. But, um, but this is also for like the people who have just moved out or going for an apprenticeship. Yeah, you like how to manage 
work and or just like little regrets that we have from first term we do understand that nobody asked for this and nobody wants this but you know what we want this and first thing you should do as an adult is do things for yourself so my my first tip is this is my first tip doing your own washing is horrendous and i will literally fight anybody who disputes that claim and if you're at uni it is expensive yeah it's just it's like the one thing that i i'm lucky in that i enjoy cooking and like i like sorting out my room and stuff like that like keeping everything tidy but doing my own washing i hate so much like clothes washing that is i just hate it and it does cost a lot of money at uni when you apply to accommodation i'm not being funny but look at the laundry because um nobody ever thinks about this but say so i go to warwick I think almost all the accommodations apart from like two or three aren't circuit laundry anymore because the current student union president, um, one of his like things that he put in his manifesto when he was running last year was that he was going to abolish circuit laundry and he did pretty well apart from a couple of them. So even though it is like... Yeah, if we're going on to cooking, my only tip is buy frozen stuff. This is so random because if you buy actual stuff to go in the fridge it all goes off and it makes you really sad because you have to throw it all out if you buy frozen stuff you can literally it just sits in the freezer and okay frozen veg isn't the nicest but it doesn't go out of date um, non-perishable items so currently in my cupboard at uni there is just a lot of pasta and spaghetti i would say instant ramen is a really good shout to get or have just for the fact that we all know that you're going to come out home after a night out or after a night of studying and think I am very hungry but I do not know what to cook and I don't want to cook. It's um it is cheaper than circuit I think and it's just a little bit like easier to use more convenient breaks less so yeah laundry is such a thing you like won't actually realize that so i would recommend actually looking at whether or not the accommodation you're applying to is circuit laundry or not but also just like space out so like i especially for this is such a random route to go down but i just i found another company the other day um and it was like uh washing pods and they're trying to like cut down the amount of plastic in it and like a thing that they made just like as a general advice is to try and like limit the amount of washes you do anyway and at uni that's actually really easy because from one person you're not generating enough like at home if there's like in my family there's four people at home so like each week we're generating enough washing to do like a full load whereas at uni you don't so like don't feel a pressure to you have to wash every week actually you could leave it like every two weeks or something because you don't have enough stuff basically carrying on from what megan said and what emily said to be honest it's also um a lot of my flatmates and people i know we share some of our washing so if we need clothes washed and we're doing whites and darks, if you are a person that splits their washing through whites and darks, they um, they share, we say, oh, whoever's got some darks or if you just, you've got a few clothes that you need washed, just put it in with mine and next time it's, we'll just put some in for yours as well, just to make a little cost effective. And I feel like um, uni washing is the only time having more clothes is okay because you've got more clothes to last you to that one wash that you like the big wash that you're gonna do my next thing um 
this is more of a uni thing, but in terms of accommodation, um, the biggest mistake I made when I applied for accommodation is I read really carefully through all the like, all the different like facilities that each accommodation offered, like how close it was to everything, stuff like that. But what I didn't look at was like the social aspect. Um, and then I got to uni and um, if you're applying to Warwick, apply to Roots. Like I don't care if you don't want to live in Roots, you will want to by the time you're there. Because I I looked at all the accommodation and I was like, I don't want to live in Roots. So for context, Roots is like the biggest, there's about a thousand people that live there. I was like, I don't want to apply to Roots. I don't want a shared bathroom or anything. I got to uni, like my big friendship group all live in Roots and I... Yeah, but even on like a smaller scale, like when I say really, like I was really lucky. So I'm at Worcester and like the traditional one, um, their like kitchen doesn't have a um, like seating area. There's nowhere to sit down when you're in the kitchen. Whereas the one that I'm in, um, there's a ta- we have like a table in the kitchen, like a full like dining table and we have like a sofa there. And it is so nice to get to know your flatmates when you go sit in the kitchen with them. Like you have somewhere to sit and like talk definitely just look at the social aspect of your accommodation maybe like get rid of everything else I said but just um I I freaked out about sharing a bathroom I was like I don't think I could share a bathroom I want my own space when I got to uni I was like actually it doesn't matter as much as I thought it had um yeah definitely go for like social and accommodation makes you step out of your comfort zone so much like I live in a flat of 12 people it's like quite busy um you know there's just like you're going to be cooking at the same time as like six other people and you just get used to it and it is a massive step out of your comfort zone but like you'll grow to really enjoy it so it just it is really daunting and it was probably the thing about uni that I was the most nervous about but like make your room your own so you feel like you have your own little space and then just like have fun and your flatmates are going to be like your best friends and if they're not your best friends don't freak out about that either because you're that's true first week where you go is like really terrifying because you've never met everyone before and you're like you don't know if you're going to get on with people but everyone's so nice because everyone wants to make friends yeah so like you just talk about you get to know each other so easily I would say that's like one benefit of doing a practical subject for those who don't remember I do chemistry um the fact that we had to go into labs every week really pushed me out of my shell saying I have to interact with you because we are using dangerous chemicals in a lab environment and it got me to know my lecturers and the lab techs and everybody there and luckily we have a student village so I have a few friends in the student village where you've got about five accommodations right next to each other and there are always things going on there are um at Plymouth we're very lucky where everyone joins the student union you don't have to pay so our student union's very big but also don't worry because COVID has been a really big thing um, on having social interaction with people. And I was talking to my mates and they were saying that freshers this year, if it allows, is going to be second year and freshers, freshers, because it's really different. And I remember looking on like the rent strikes website saying, and I think this girl had posted that I have no friends, I'm really sad, like I've moved back home because it's really hard to make friends in COVID. So for the first years that are probably like, I don't have that many friends and everyone's probably moving into houses and I'm really scared about it. Please do not worry, we will be your friends if we, even if we don't go to the same uni as you. But 
um, there's a lot of people in the same boat and I'm sure in the start of second year, once we're all allowed back into university and the vaccine has been rolled out, that we can actually have more social interaction. So people, your close group, group of friends, if you are very COVID conscious, will not just be on your course, but everyone, like a mix of everything. But I, I, I do know that we've talked about accommodation for quite a bit. So let's move on to our third tip, work. Please, I I was guilty of this for my a few reports that I had to write. Is that I left it off for like the last two weeks, and I very much regretted it. Emily does know that I she called me at four a.m. on a Sunday, and I was like, Emily, I have a report to you, and I have no idea what I'm doing. So, and all also talk to people about it, like your bosses or your lecturers or people in a few years above because it's always good to get some advice on it but please do your work it's such an L when you're the person on the group chat asking not that I've been this person because I do my work asking guys have you done this question I have no idea what's going on okay so my advice about work first of all don't do a degree where well, don't do a degree um don't do a degree where your first year counts and obviously if you're set on something if you're like i'm gonna do medicine and i've always wanted to do medicine then like do medicine but um if you're umming and erring between two degrees as a lot of people are have that be one of your deciding factors because hear me out first year are you gonna do work this no. is not this should not be advice this is very realistic advice i go through phases i go through phases where i work very hard actually no i don't go through phases i just pick and choose so if i've got like a big summative essay i actually try really hard if i've got a formative that's not going to count to something if i need to do reading that i know i'm never going to write an essay about and it's just going to go towards a lecture i'm probably not going to do it i'm going to be honest and i honestly think if my lecturers heard me say this they wouldn't be that angry because i get two ones and firsts and it's just because you have to like pick what you're doing right i'm just going to be blatantly honest with you here don't do work <laughs> no okay no you have to be like nice do work that you need to do but don't don't work to the extent you're going to don't overwork it. yourself and also, also like, every single every single second and third year i know they go i wish i hadn't worked as hard in first year because that's when you make all your friends that's when you do everything fun and if you're going to uni next year hopefully more things are going to be open and you want to have fun and spend time with your friends and make memories because you're young so also, don't like, maybe, yourself to work. like you're not young and thirty. Maybe don't take Eisenberg's <laughs> advice and just not do work, but just like no, be, do work. I said do yeah. work, but don't but like do nice to yourself if you if you don't do because like it's your first year. You're still getting used to it. Like you're getting used to by yourself making friends. You're getting used to the course. Even if you're not at university, if you're doing like a degree apprenticeship or like you're actually working, like you're still getting used to it. So just be nice to yourself if at the beginning. Also, in first year, like you have a choice, like in second and third year, your professors are going to like buckle down on you. You're going to have stuff that matters a lot more. You're going to have like maybe a thesis or stuff like that. And you're going to be very stressed. Hmm. You've got the choice in first year. So make the bad decision. Or just be kind to yourself if you make bad decisions. Like just and really at the end of the That's day, the way of saying it. I feel like uni students have this power of saying, I have reports due in on the Monday and I haven't started them. I can work until 3am every night, go to sleep and I've still got them both in. Uni students have this amazing power in that, so 
but I think Eisenberg said kind of a really good point of you sh if you if you really like what you're doing and you really enjoy working at it and you like doing the formative stuff as well please do it like when we're not saying that you shouldn't do it but just be like Meg said be kind to yourself and understand that if you want to go out and get a drink or go to the pub go out it's it's all about balance because at, at the end of the day if you burn out at the at the end of first term or regret doing something it's always it's like there's always going to be regrets in some sense but please look after yourself if you're doing a lot of work because uni work is hard is what i'm like but it's really interesting yeah also if you're not at uni like if you're even if you're just like working or if you're doing some other course or like you've taken a year out and you're going next year like this kind of weird no matter what you're doing at this stage being like 18 19 and starting something completely new is really hard so whatever you're doing just be like just re remind yourself that you're still figuring it out like you're not going to be perfect at anything and if you if you get it wrong and you leave an assignment to the last minute and you're like oh this is this is bad like i need to put an all-nighter then like forgive yourself and move on and then next time maybe you get it right or like maybe one week you cook yourself really healthy stuff and you don't spend as much or maybe the next week you you know go to spoons and you spend way too much money like that just forgive yourself and you're still figuring it out and learning and it's fine i say this i've literally been at uni for like i've literally been at uni for five months so i don't i don't even know obviously just nothing about uni is deep, especially in first year. Like, just take yeah. a pinch of salt and take it in your stride and just don't worry. Which is obviously easier said than done, but I wish someone had said that to me last term. Mm. I think we should move on to our next tip. On, I think we should move a little bit off uni life, even though we are three uni students. And maybe, like, cooking for yourself or yeah. maybe friendships from moving away from home if you are going to a new place or going for an apprenticeship and how that might change so friendships obviously or friendships change like there's no nice way of putting it but it really depends on how you want to keep in contact and how you want to do this because I know with us three I don't need to talk to you guys every day to know that if I have an utter mare I you guys will I can call you guys and you'll be like she tell stop crying you've got this it will be okay and I think one a thing to bite like to bite the bullet is friend, your friendships when you move away from home will change it's how you both mature from that yeah and like going back to what we said before like it's all about kind of just um giving people the benefit of the doubt and like yeah, they're not doing your friends aren't going to do it to spite you you're just trying to figure out what your friendship is like outside of school or like something when you're living separately so just yeah give people the benefit of the doubt or forgive people if they are a bit distant or if they're trying to still figure it out because it's a bit crazy like living by yourself moving out and then trying to maintain friendships that you've had for years that obviously you want to maintain because you love your friends um and it can just all kind of be a bit chaotic sometimes but also don't be like so hard on yourself or so like mon monetarily budgeting where it's like I can't order out at all I can't like go for a Chinese or have a Domino's round it's like you can because mm. at the end of the day if it makes you really happy or 
you're positive in that moment go for it i don't yeah the end of the day I, at the end of the day it's your money so if you want to spend it on dominoes then you can like there's no one don't mention ragamamas because i can't have it okay it makes me so sad but it's just it's i think that's the entire thing with being a new adult is that we're trying to navigate the world well one tip that we all have and we all love is linkedin get it it oh is my, my favourite social media app. It makes you feel very professional on LinkedIn. Like you, you, it's the professional side of you, which you, they don't see on like Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. Especially with this year, don't worry that you haven't made the friends that you like really, really want to or things like that. Because I know a lot of people that are worrying that they haven't got a comment year because they thought they'd be moving into a house and they don't have those people. Because... At the end of the day, in year two and year three, your friendship groups, like they did in school, are probably going to change. And when you're working, your working environments are going to change. Like when I was working through sixth form and summer, I was really close with one person at the start of the week, but at the end of the month, I was really close with another person. And your patterns change. So I think the reason we did this section is that is that we're all in the same boat so we really yeah, just think, don't want you guys to worry yeah and i think it was to reassure us and to reassure anyone listening that like there is no perfect way to do it because like every person will have a different experience and we'll do something differently but these are just things that we found that worked for us and again you know disclaimer we haven't even done our first year yet but this has been like the the last couple of months have been the biggest change and so that's what we've kind of figured out whilst it's been happening also disclaimer if you don't like where you've moved to or what you're doing right now that is completely fine yeah you don't have to like it just because you've made the decision of going there or doing that thing doesn't mean you have to like it because one i was 17 when i chose my degree and me, a 17-year-old, I think Megan and Emily would agree, not the smartest um, person. I had, I still have a raving martyr complex. So me at 17, not the smartest cookie. And if you don't like it, that's okay. You don't have to like it. Yeah, It's how you progress from that. Yeah, because sometimes not liking it, like not liking it at the beginning is natural and you're just getting used to it. But then sometimes not liking it, there's like more there and actually it's not right. So also, if it's not right for you, then like figure out what is right for you and make it so that it is right for you, whatever that is. If that's moving accommodation, even moving degree, even as drastic as moving uni, like whatever, or like not doing a degree apprenticeship or not doing a job or whatever, whatever it is for you. But then also be aware of the, the beginning is not going to feel right at first. Like it's, it's going to feel different and stuff like that. But it's, you just have to be aware of when it becomes like too much, for, like when it's been too long of it not being right, if that makes sense. Listen to yourself. Like out, at the end of the day, you know yourself better than anybody else and you have to live with yourself. <laughs> let's go back on to some current news as we round off our podcast and I'm going to always start off with the cricket because it is India v England and Aksar Patel got six wickets and it was just brilliant 
there's some English players that I don't particularly like. They're lovely, but they could get in the bin. So it's very nice to watch some cricket and see India succeed. But yeah, I think Emily's going to announce the big news that's been occurring. Oh my gosh, that makes it sound like I'm like pregnant or something. It makes it sound like it's your news. This is national. If you follow any news app, you will definitely have heard this. But again, we're always going to be so late on the news because we obviously um, release these episodes like a few days after we record them and the news changes so fast. But for us, it was only a couple of days ago. Was it like the day before yesterday? I'm not entirely sure that it was announced the UK's like plan to get out of lockdown. Um, or what's everyone wearing on the 21st of June? I'm joking. Um, me and my friend were talking about this and we were saying, I don't want to get my hopes up about it, to be completely honest. And, oh, it's just... See, I'm, I think I'm going the opposite. I think I am going to get my... Not like, I'm not going to be, you know, booking a holiday for the 21st of June, like that kind of thing. But I think secretly I'm going to be I'm excited for it because... It. Yeah, this is the only time. Like, we have been in a situation before where we've eased out of lockdown and we did it so quickly. And obviously, we were, none of us knew that we would go back into another lockdown. But this time, the fact that he's announced it now, but it's still months away, makes me get excited about it. Because I'm like, it's not happening tomorrow. It's not, even though we've still got COVID cases, it's not happening overnight. We're, we've still got months to go. We've still got months of the vaccine being left, like, to be given out, that kind of thing. So I think secretly... I'm letting myself be excited. I think the only thing that I'm keeping in mind is I've, it feels like to me everyone's forgotten that the government have been like all the dates that they've released are the earliest that anything could possibly happen. It's not yeah. like 21st of June set in stone, Smack Tuesdays or whatever. That's a very boring oh, joke. No one's going to get that. But um, it's more like if everything absolutely goes perfectly to plan and people do stick to lockdown rules in the meantime then hopefully that is the earliest it could happen yeah and i think that's also why it makes me a bit excited because i finally feel like there's a plan that takes into account that if cases rise if that makes sense whereas the government have been very like well now we're going to ease stuff and they seem to almost not be paying attention to the amount of covid cases whereas this time the fact that that is the earliest it can happen means that they're taking into account the fact that COVID cases might change or vaccine uptake might be slower there might be another spike that kind of thing so it feels a bit more calm and like real if that makes sense and also we're going to go for Weisberg we're going to manifest that it happens and manifesting it we will do an entire episode which is just me ranting about manifestation just to carry on from no. Megan's point <laughs> I think we've like especially with this lockdown we've had no end goal so the last lockdown was for christmas like we're doing this for christmas we need christmas to be free the previous lockdown lockers one as i affectionately name our lock um lockdowns now lockers <laughs> i'm not on board with this yeah no it's a don't do that no lockers um it sounds like, it sounds like you're at a swimming pool and you like you've got <laughs> that little number like wristband you just have to wear with a number on it so you can find your so lockers. with this lockdown we've kind of just been hoping for the vaccine to be good and everything and now we've got something to look forward to which is really nice but bearing in mind everyone still has to abide by the guideline rules and everything so because i think that's going to be 
people might think well we're going to open we might be opening up soon so we're not going to abide by the rules but yeah i don't want people it. yeah because it'd be really annoying if people get stupid at the last bit and it happens like this has to be done so sensibly and like hopefully this can be the last bit like and it it, it seems not like it's not gonna i'm saying it like it's gonna happen overnight that's obviously not gonna happen but it can be this kind of phased return which hopefully this time will actually work if people messing around and breaking the rules it means i'm not going to get to go to reading i will be having words with the whole of the uk the whole of the uk really yeah, every single one of them wow. well if people messing around and just not letting summer to occur as normal as it can be in the situation is going to be highly irritating also sorry to interrupt i saw this amazing tweet and it was um basically saying on the it's safe it all happens perfectly and 21st of june everything kind of like reopens they're saying if you're in a pub you should tip the people that are serving you like so much because they're giving up that first day of lockdown of uh, of things being open to serve you i never thought of it like that so if you're so if it does all happen perfectly and 21st of june you are sat in spoons and there is a person there you have and the person serving you you have to be so nice to them tip them well just be a nice person because they are yeah they're giving up that first day so that we like we could have a nice first day i'm not gonna no, lie i'm coming to worcester and we are going to be the people who tip in spoons. Eisenberg, I assume I'm picking you up on the way because to get to Worcester from where we live, we have to travel through. Our undisclosed locations. Undisclosed locations. Everyone should get good pay on that day. If you are working in a pub like hospitality, the pay should be like double or something. It has, like, that's only fair. I agree. That is only fair. I think we should have, no, I don't. Okay, I'm going to say it anyway. I think we should have, like, the purge for the first 24 hours so everyone can get it out of us. Get in We don't need that. No, what, though? I was actually saying this to my mum. Do you know how, like, every year festival season in the UK is quite intense and there's usually, like, a couple of people die at festivals, which is horrible? But, like, everyone's been cooped up for quite a while by the time that we'll be back at festivals like i'm scared to see what's going to happen this summer like on the party islands it's going to be Reading and Ibiza, yeah. stuff like that like people are going to go insane yeah i'm a bit scared my favorite thing is com- comparing um was it a twitter i don't know if it was on twitter oh i can't remember anyway it was like a comparison between americans at musical festivals and brits at musical festivals and i cannot repeat what it was i saw saying. a tweet that was someone saying yes we get all our information from twitter someone was like they should do a reality tv show where they put like a bunch of brits in like coachella and a bunch of americans at like reading or cream pills <laughs> or something and just see if they survive. honestly the difference in these two tweets um yeah the american one i could very easily repeat the british one i uh, really could not and it was just very it was funny when you do like the american british comparisons my mind goes back to that tea video of that lady making a british cup of tea and it was just awful in every way and i think i sent a video to megan of um, a girl making mashed potatoes with crisps mm. that was which weird. Was, i saw that are you gonna try it no, no. <laughs> the, thing, the thing with mashed potato one it's a uh, quite simple dish to make obviously you can make it badly but like in terms of things that you have to, steps you have to do it's 
quite simple. They have already taken that down to instant mash. Like you, it is one of the foods where they've taken it down to such a basic level, literally comes out of a bag, like instantly. It, it's very simple. Why would you get a bag of crisps? Then like, what did she boil it? And it was just very, it's very one of those things that you're watching it and you're like, God, I hope this is satire. God, this doesn't actually look like satire. But if it's not satire, I just don't know and how then she eats it. Then you go, oh, we've, and there we go. She's just eaten that. She's going to end. Just eat the crisps. Just everything. eat them as crisps. Just eat crisps. It goes to mashed potato in your mouth. Eat a bit. Of, if you want mash, just eat a bit of crisps. Let oh, it like sit in, your, sit in your mouth and have a bit of butter and then you're done. Oh. Should we talk about the fact that we sent a rover to Mars? Oh yeah. Yes, and an Indian lady was one of um was the uh, one one of the main contributors of it. I've got a personal gripe with space travel because I'm a little communist, as we have established. Um, I just personally have such an issue with the whole like look at everyone dying from COVID and starving to death, especially in America, because this is NASA. I'm pretty sure. Um, and America is like one of the countries in the world with the biggest gap between the rich and the poor. And they're like, mm, we have a few billion sitting around. Should we use this to like vaccinate everyone? No, I think I think we should send a robot to a planet that has no life on it, so it can just kind of wander around for a little bit and send us some photos so we can tweet them. Yeah, so does... I understand your point of view, but as a little science nerd, no. See, that's just in place, and I feel like no. I, I just... kind of see, but I see both space i'm also biting that space travel freaks me out like the more i think about it the more i get very creeped out watching elon musk like spacex launch however many months this was in lockdown i literally was so i couldn't do it like like watch it live it made me so uncomfortable i was so creeped out by it but i like i understand like the whole um trying to explore different planets trying to understand the like solar system around whatever but then i also get iceberg's point that the fact that we have billionaires who are creating their businesses around space travel, about something that currently is not maintainable for everyday humans to do, when at this present moment there are things that are a lot more important to be flooding. I don't like think it's priority. Yeah. Well, like I think the priority list space travel is up there because it is, you know, really exciting and at the forefront of science. But especially in COVID, there are more important things that money could be going towards. I think personally, I don't agree with governments putting loads of money into it because they have far better things to be putting money into, such as like the poverty line and increasing to a living wage. But I think people like Elon Musk, if you have made billions and you want to do space travel, because it is the forefront of society and us as a future, like a future thing, as a future, because we were made from stuff in space like it was it's so i this is me going into my little physics nerd mode but i do think if elon musk if you want to put billions of dollars into space travel please do but if you're a government that your country is like all countries have suffered during covid i don't think you, i agree with em i don't think you should be putting your money into it but i think brandishing space travel in the entirety of saying well I don't really understand or I don't really like it could not is not like the best I think there's like one niche market it's just I think governments if you've got the money no if you don't have got the money spend it on something else such as raising the living wage yeah. and 
helping people um the most vulnerable in society such as giving free school meals out to everyone that is actually um edible but if you're a billionaire please run for space travel and please hire me because i will go to mars yeah it should be scrapped but there are like it shouldn't just be completely like forgotten about because it's really important but at the same time there are yeah government there are definitely priorities big priorities if you're rich enough spend billions of dollars on space no uh, there should be no billionaires if you're rich enough well, so no because then they're spending all the money on space travel no yeah but we, we should just have billionaires to spend money on space travel if i was a billionaire i would want to not be a billionaire because i would want to have given all my money away to causes so that i no longer am a billionaire but i i think brandishing space travel is just or like looking onto space is just well we shouldn't do it is not no but here's either. the thing here's the thing you're saying like space travel is essential because like we have to look to the future which is true but like we are wasting away the present like people are dumping billions on looking at the future but like we're literally not going to be alive because all the animals will be extinct and we won't have enough plants and like the the world will end before we get to a point where we need space travel yeah i did see a really good attention to the present yeah i did see a really good um like statement from david attenborough who you know it's just a legend. We love him. Um, and he was basically just reaffirming that point that nature will be fine. Like the, the natural world will be fine. He was saying things like in, um, Chernobyl, like with the, the disaster that happened there, it's now been that now that there's no humans there living there, it's now been taken over by plants, trees, like it's been rebuilt essentially. Obviously it's still not safe to live in, but the idea that the natural world can rebuild itself and it can look after itself. Humans can't. Like we have a particular set of conditions that we need to live by. And if that changes too much, it's us that's going to suffer. Even though we are like ruining the environment that we're living in, like it can rebuild itself. We can't. And it was just isn't the idea that from be self like I, I know it sounds bad, but he was like, if it's the only way to get people's attention, like be selfish when talking about the environment and be like, it's to save you because it, people are some like sometimes they care more about themselves than they care about other things but from i don't think space travel and sending humans into space should be as big as it is i do think that us learning about space and us learning about like when megan said humans have specific need it's the goldilocks zone which we've learned that other planets have and from how other planets exist and furthermore i was just doing paleo chemistry in i in a lecture a few weeks ago and we were, le were learning about ice house and greenhouse periods and how nature has been evolving but again i i completely see and understand your points like spending billions on space travel if you're a government where your country is suffering is ridiculous you shouldn't be doing it it's not it's useful to us it's useful for a one scientist who understands the science that you're using for it but, but it's not and it's probably really nice and it's like a good thing to hear about but i wouldn't cast looking out for space in the future under one brush thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the chin chin podcast we hope you learned something found something vaguely interesting 
um, please check out like our Instagram and our Twitter, which are linked below. And um, check out our website as well, which Megan has just made because she's a tech god. It's not published yet, so you can't actually check it out. But when I do publish it, please check it out. <laughs> exactly. Just know. Just use your sixth sense and just know when Megan's published it. Yeah. No, we will definitely like tweet about it and Instagram yeah. about it. And um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>